The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. And thank you, Emily. Welcome back. It is a Wednesday, the week before the Ghoulins come out, Halloween. And today we're talking about, on this is The View from a Pew, obviously. And uh, today we're talking about what the Bible says about ghosts. And my co-host, uh, Delmer Austin, has uh, uh, been pretty good on this first one. Got into a little bit of Jacob wrestling with uh, God. And uh, now we're getting into maybe some not-so-nice angels. Yes, we are. And, you know, one of the points that I'd like to make during this is the fact that uh, a lot of people today don't really believe in the idea of ghosts or or angels or demons, and they say it's all a bunch of superstition from the past. And I'd like to suggest, no, it's very key to understanding the Bible. Okay, so when I watch those shows, the paranormal shows, is that real? Well, a lot of it's not because it's not it's not ideas from the Bible. It's ideas that humans have okay. about ghosts. The Celts had some pretty wrong ideas about ghosts, and and uh, that's when Halloween started. But uh, the Bible talks about spirits. It doesn't use that word ghosts, at least in in more modern translations. It talks about spirits. And the main spirits that it's talking about are angels and demons. Jacob wrestles with an angel or with God himself. But there are demons that are in this world, too. And we're going to look at at a story today from uh, 1 Samuel chapter 28, where we have a an appearance that takes place, and it, the appearance takes place and looks like a figure of someone that has passed away. And this comes through a, a magical uh, sort of uh, uh, act that takes place by a spiritualist medium, and it's, it's uh, mentioned back in the Old Testament times. But mediums are not good. No. In fact, the Bible, well, in, in Old Testament times, the Bible was really clear that anybody who had anything to do with spiritualist mediums should he actually be put to death. Oh. God wanted nothing to do with spiritualist mediums, said, don't, don't get involved at all in that. Why does God make that such a strong point? Well, if you look in the New Testament, I'll give you a little, you know, uh, bit of information ahead of time. Bible talks about Satan and his angels using uh, Satan and his demons, of course. They're fallen angels. He talks about them performing miraculous signs, okay? There's a couple texts you can look up, 2 Thessalonians 2.9, Revelation 16.14, but they're about the same kind of idea. The devil and... The demons, the fallen angels, have some miraculous powers. So that's one of the reasons that they're more dangerous and that God wants us to be aware of what is uh, going on in this world in the realm that we don't see. So is everything that's going on in this world conducted by one of Satan's minions as an evil spirit? 
Well, they are part of this world. Certainly are the way we respond has a lot to do with decisions that are made. But there is the influence, angelic influence in this world and demonic influence in this world. They are real. There is a realm that we don't see that we better believe in if we understand the Bible. Now, King Saul... educational. King Saul is going up the Philistines, going against them. Philistines are Canaanites, and they are fighting against God's people, and Saul is afraid that they're going to defeat him. And he tries to talk with God. He tries to talk through the Urim and the Thummim. This is what the high priest had. It was a way of, of communicating, and God would send a sign. God's not doing that anymore. Why? Saul has been very disobedient. Saul has not been listening to God. And so now Saul is trying to find an answer, but he's not trying to he's not trying to repent and turn his life around. So what does he do? God won't listen to him. He goes to a spiritualist medium. What did I say about spiritualist mediums? God said, don't have anything yeah. to do with them. Not good. Stay away from them. So what does he do? He goes in disguise. <laughs> he goes from God. He, no, he goes in a disguise so the witch of Endor, the lady that he goes to, will not recognize him as king because he is the one that's supposed to uh, have people put to death if they are involved in spiritual medium activities. All right. So he goes there. And the medium doesn't know it's him. And the medium doesn't know that it's him, at least She's at first. He's not a very bright demon. Well, she figures it out before Uh-oh. too long. Okay. So now the story is in 1 Samuel and chapter 28, and i got to read a little bit of the story here. It says, um, Then the woman said, She's she's meeting with Saul. She doesn't recognize him yet. Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, bring up Samuel. Who's Samuel? A prophet. A prophet of God that had already died. Okay, so bring up his spirit. Verse 12, then the woman saw Samuel. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul saying, why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. Somehow now, she recognizes that he is the king, and she recognizes she's in trouble because she has, she, she believes that she has brought up Samuel yeah. and that Samuel is going to uh, speak. And the king said to her, don't be afraid. And uh, he says, what did you see? That's interesting. He didn't see it. At least he, he seems not to have seen it. And what does he ask to her? Uh, he, he says, what did you see? The woman said, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. So he said to her, what is his form? And she said, an old man is coming up and he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived, what does that mean? He perceived, he understood that it was Samuel. Bible doesn't say he actually saw Samuel, it said he perceived that it was Samuel. And so they have a conversation that goes on, because apparently he can hear a voice, and he believes that it is the voice of Samuel. And you know what it is? It's a message of doom. It's a message that says, Saul, you're going to go into battle tomorrow, and you're going to die. So (laughs) that's not a very good message. No, that's not. That's not what he wants to hear. But he listens to this voice, and sure enough, when the voice is gone, 
he goes the the next day he goes out and he dies in battle and his his uh, son Jonathan dies in battle and it it is it is clearly uh, a forecast that his doom was was sealed. Now, what was this, and what was this about? Was this the ghost of Samuel? I'm going to suggest, no, it was not. Why wouldn't it be the ghost of Samuel? Well, first of all, it says that Samuel came up from the earth, okay? Samuel came up from the earth. That would give the idea that he came up from the grave, Okay, if it was indeed Samuel. It doesn't say Samuel came down from heaven, which Samuel would be in heaven, wouldn't he, if, if people die and go to heaven? But no, it says he came up from the earth. And it says, and in the message that this vision or this voice finally gives to Saul, says, by tomorrow, you're going to die, you're going to be with me with me, where? Up in heaven? No. And Saul has been ignoring God. He's been turning against God. Saul is also going to be dead. That is the message. But I don't believe that message came from Samuel at all. I believe that message is one that came from a demon, a demon who is impersonating Samuel, impersonating Samuel to the witch of Endor and impersonating his voice so that Saul would believe. Why? Why would a demon be doing this? Because the demon only wants the destruction of King Saul. He wants to make sure that this happens, and he can pretty clearly see what's going to happen because Saul has rejected God. Saul has turned against God. If God would have listened to, to uh, Saul, if God would have responded to Saul, he would have done it in a personal way. He wouldn't allowed, have allowed Samuel yeah. to come back from the grave. This is, I believe, a clear story of a demon who is trying to impersonate Samuel and, and trying to confuse Saul, King Saul. So Saul will only know and understand more that he's going to die. My guest today is my co-host, Delmar Austin. We're talking about what the Bible says about ghosts. Now, just a, a clarification before we're done today. Um, so if an angel appears, not an angel, I'm sorry. Well, yes, angel or spirit or right. ghost. Right. It could be that of a good person, but it also could be that of a demon. That's right. And, and in fact, in 2, Corinthians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, which I referenced earlier, it says that, that Satan himself also appears as an angel of light. Okay. So, so Satan can make himself look uh, like something good. Any way he wants. Like positive. That's right. And the demons have the ability to do that, too. You so know, we have to be careful, and, and God gives us some ways to identify who it truly is from God and who is not. But Satan can deceive. That's been his whole purpose all the way through history. Okay, so I'm, I don't mean to make a joke here, but it would be true then that, the, that Satan invented artificial intelligence. Now, I know that's a stretch because he's becoming something else. 
and we can't recognize the difference between what's real and what's not. Well, that's true. He is he is very good at deception, and he is trying to uh, find ways to appear like something that he is not. All right. So so when when somebody says they feel the presence of someone they love, so let's just say someone they know, that's possible. Well, they can. Uh, what happens? The the feelings are really inside of us. The feelings and the attitudes that we have in our mind. Okay. It doesn't mean that I believe, Mac, and we've talked about this before, I believe that the Bible teaches that when you die, that you rest in your grave until the time of the resurrection. I think it, it accords with what the Bible teaches about spirits. And I believe that a lot of time people feel the presence of maybe a loved one. Usually it's something that, that reminds them of that loved one. Usually it's a word or it's a place or, or, or something that gives them that impression that they are, they are somehow close to someone that has passed away. All right. Well, maybe that's a topic we can get into the next week or the week after in the state of the dead because we're really talking about ghosts. And I grew up in Catholicism, as many people did, and we had the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And Casper the Friendly Ghost was on TV, and I kept getting them confused. All right, we're coming back tomorrow at this very same time, continuing on with our conversation, what the Bible says about ghosts. I'm Matt McCoy for Delmar Austin and everybody at DivineTruthChristian.com. Thanks for listening. Divine Truth Christian Store. Where you'll find more